0: This is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, episode number 42, Stop Stressing About Dressing with Scarlet the Bees. <music> Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing? This is episode number 42 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where you learn how a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. I'm your host, Connie Graff. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. So just quick before we jump into today's topic of how to stop stressing about dressing, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who listen to my podcast. I just reached a milestone of 2,000 downloads and it is so exciting to see that I have, according to Buzzsprout, my podcast host, listeners on every continent, North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia and Oceania. So that is People in 346 cities and 37 countries that are listening. Woo-hoo. <laughs> it's such a pleasure and honor that I'm getting to virtually meet and interview so many awesome people and I had some pretty amazing conversations this past month. So subscribe to the podcast so you get notified and you never miss an episode. And of course, I will also sprinkle in some solo episodes where I give you tips and techniques on how to declutter. Yeah, so stay tuned for those. (laughs) Okay, and one last ask. If you love my podcast, you can help me spread the word by going to Apple Podcasts and write a review. This will help that more people find this podcast and can move from chaos to peace in their life and in your business. Okay, enough of that, because today we're talking about clothes again. My absolute most downloaded episode is episode number 26, too many clothes and nothing to wear. If you haven't listened to that one yet, go do that after this episode, because today I'm so very excited to welcome Scarlet the Beast to the show. She's a personal wardrobe stylist and help us take away the wardrobe shame, how she calls it. Right off the bat, we had such an awesome conversation that I completely forgot to ask her to introduce herself. <laughs> so you will see we jump right into the conversation without a proper beginning. <laughs> But we're talking about the shame a lot of women have about their closet, but not only because the closet is messy and stuffed. Then we're talking about how so many of us have trouble putting together new outfits from what we have in our closet already. How we can make a whole bunch of outfits with far fewer clothes than most of us have right now in our closet. So that means we could get clutter some. (laughs) And how to quickly know if a certain color suits us or not, and how women think they have to be uncomfortable to look good. That is absolutely not true. (laughs) So without further ado, let's jump into this awesome conversation with Scarlett the Bees. Let's talk what you, how you see it. So a new perspective or a different perspective.
1: (laughs) The the first thing that I have to say about women in their clothes is that they have um, a lot of um, shame about their closet (laughs) and they don't want to show it a lot of times. And and because I think they're ashamed of the fact that one, it might be messy, but also because it's the realization that they have bought way too many clothes or haven't gotten rid of anything in a very long time. So it looks like, you know, you could, you know, I can tell from a woman's wardrobe, I can tell what decade something is from. And some people are a little ashamed that they have things from 20, 30 years ago and they haven't been able to get rid of all that. So um, there is that aspect first, but um, what a woman really needs and in, in why she reaches out to me is because she is struggling with how to, fine clothes that fit the body she has now, as opposed to the one that she had when she bought some of these clothes, or to the one that she had when she was younger, when she thought she was fat and she really wasn't fat, and now she's gained more weight, and so now she really feels crummy, because if she thought she was fat when she was thinner, imagine how she feels now. Um, And so there's the, the shame of the closet, there is the insecurity about having so many things, and then the other thing is that a lot of women, not only can they not figure out what to put on for their body, that will make them look like they're stylish and look like they're not frumpy. like they're try- they don't, No one wants to look like they're trying to look younger, but they don't want to look older. Let's put it that way. And they have a huge amount of trouble putting uh, new outfits together. And so that's one of my specialties, that I will see something that a woman owns And it could be a a blouse and a pair of pants and a jacket or some sort of cardigan topper as i call them and i look at those three things (laughs) and i put them all together and i put together things that she never thought of and that's because women tend when they go shopping in person or online they say, okay, this top works with these pants, then they hang them together that way, and that's the only way they wear those two pieces forever and ever and ever. And it's such a waste because you can take those two pieces and add a different necklace or a different jacket, like I said before, and have a totally different outfit. Or you could take that top and wear it with a different pair of pants, but because people are so worried about forgetting an outfit, They hang everything together in one way and then it's the only way they wear it and they're losing all the possibilities to have basically fewer clothes in their closet, but more outfits.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, when I when I um, remember back, I think I was taught that. I don't remember where, but I kind of was taught that. So if you buy something, so you think about what do you have in your closet already, or you buy already w- what goes with it, and then you hang it together, and then you always have it, and you don't have to think in the morning, and you can right. just pull that out and wear that and go with that. Right. So, do you remember I, where that comes from? I don't. I think it was
1: you know. 20-something years ago, we didn't have as many clothes as we do now. You know, yeah. I mean, the clothing was a little bit, good clothing was a little bit more expensive. You didn't, they didn't have disposable clothing 20, 30 years ago. Mm. And now a lot of the stuff, it's disposable. Once you wash it, it's just nah, not so good anymore. It's The the reason why some things are cheap, because there's very little, um, the stitches are wide apart. Well, the stitches are wide apart. It's cheaper, but then it also will fall apart faster. So, um, so... The, the thing is that, you know, now, if you were to have, let's say, five outfits on your hangers with a necklace on, on it and all that, you know, then you're, you, you're going to get bored really fast. Yeah. And let's say it isn't even that great. And you just could wear it all the time because that's the outfit you made for yourself. So it's, it's, I don't advise it. I don't allow my customers. I only will let them put an outfit on a hanger together because they're going to wear it the next day. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm put things back in their closet i i have everybody and when i work with somebody in person i show them how to do this i have all the shirts together by color i have all the pants by color i have all the everything is by color so you can easily go like that and put something together and then speaking of color the the very first thing i do with any client whether it's virtually or in person is i show her the best colors for her to wear. Not okay. a color because people say everybody has to have it because it's, you know, in on trend or in style, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of women get caught up in buying what's in style or trendy. And usually because the store has so much of it and that everybody else is wearing it, you feel like you have to have it too. But you're never going to be able to have um, a wardrobe that can be developed to many outfits if you have all these different colors all the time. You need to stick to just the ones that are your best colors, and I always talk about from the waist up your best colors. So whatever makes your skin tone uh, look brighter, not yellow or not rosy. Whatever makes your eyes sparkle, whatever makes a, if you have colored eyes, makes that color come out and be more um i always say sparkly you know but the eyes have a sparkle in them when you're wearing the right color and when you only buy those colors everything will start to be able to be mixed and matched and then you can make a whole bunch of outfits with far fewer clothes than
0: most women have right now
1: in their closet
0: yeah and so how do you figure out what is your best color like if if you if you are not going to, uh, um, to that person who analyzes your skin and, and figures it out, can you see it yourself? What fits or what, what, what would be um, favorable for you and what not so much?
1: You can see it if you're really aware of it. And a lot of times people are not aware of it until someone like me shows them. But the best thing for you to do you know, at home for yourself is to put something up against your face. And see if your, if your teeth look yellow or your teeth look white. <laughs> if your skin looks yellow, your skin looks rosy. I mean, there are people who have um, like Roatia where they get rosy, rosy skin. Well, if you can put some colors next to you, let's say perhaps like an orange or a pink, it depends upon the person. And if all of a sudden you see the Roatia more, then it's a bad color for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're just a little aware of it, you'll understand. Um, I always say that I have a lot of clients, unlike me, <laughs> who, have, who have beautiful, beautiful colored eyes. And, um, and oftentimes they don't even wear any color that brings out those eyes. It just never dawned on them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So when you show it, then it's like ding, 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 you know, I get it. Um, but you can, you can experiment, but a lot of women tend to just hide in all black and are not so eager to try different colors unless unless they are made to see the difference you know sometimes you you have to be led to the water
0: before you can take a drink (laughs) (laughs) yeah but so so see i remember when i was younger for whatever reason i felt like colors are not for me so i only wore black and white so usually black pants, white top or cream or something like very, very um, safe. safe and boring. <laughs> and I would have never worn red or I would have never worn anything bright because I felt like that's not me. But, but then so you have that too that uh, your clients say, oh, no, that's not me. But it would actually be the perfect color for them. Um, what if a color is
1: really right for somebody, because red wouldn't be right for you. So if a color is right for somebody, then they're over it if they see the difference. So let's say somebody, um, let's say somebody uh, wears um, black and then there is uh, a red that works for them and I show them the difference. They like the difference. Then they're then they're like, yes, I'll wear that. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll try it, but not until they see it. Which is uh, this is a, this is an issue I have all the time with women. They'll say, no, no, I don't want to try that. It's not my color, um, or no, no, no. I, I will. I would never pick that out. I don't want to put that on. And my thing is that if you're working with me, all you have to do is try it on. I'm yeah. not going to tell you to like it, but you have to try it on and that's when the magic happens because when somebody puts something on that they wouldn't have picked out for themselves is when i go wow and it's an instant instant recognition that this is really good and then my favorite thing to hear ever ever is i would never have picked that out myself
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because Mm -hmm. women buy what they are comfortable with and what they already have and what they know That's why there's so many duplicates in people's closets.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they also have in their closet what they don't wear, you know, like they have all that stuff that they bought because like you said, maybe it was in fashion. Maybe they thought because everybody's wearing it, I should wear it too, or it doesn't fit them or whatever. Um, And they're still going out and buying the same thing that they're not wearing then, you know. (laughs) for 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 whatever reason so um do you have any tips like how how we can start so we all like I help people declutter the closet so what I always say like whatever you're not wearing what doesn't fit you for sure you shouldn't have in your closet because it just makes it harder in the morning to to get dressed also if you're trying to get into something that doesn't fit you it kind of dampens your mood right away and the whole day could be be messed up because of it so I always say whatever doesn't fit you should go out Um, but so when we have it decluttered let's say I have a client who has their closet decluttered from the things that she doesn't fit in and um, that are often people have even stuff in their closet that is missing buttons or has a, has a rip, or needs to repair yeah, yeah. and for years it's in the yeah. closet and they do anything with it so we, we have all this out so then do you have tips how they can um start buying the right things instead of going out and, bu- and buying the wrong things again <clears throat> well
1: It's, I can give a couple of generalized tips, but everybody is, you know, when I work with somebody, it's like very specific. So if somebody has, you know, broad shoulders, how to minimize them. Somebody has small shoulders, how to make them bigger. But the first thing would be to stick to a few key colors from the waist up that are right for you and to focus on getting, even if it's just two pairs of pants that fit you now, one longer and one a little shorter so one with a little heel that you can wear with a heel or one you can wear with flats and have maybe 10 tops to every pair of pants because nobody really notices if you're wearing the same pair of pants but people mm-hmm. notice you wearing the top right and, okay. and when people look at you and talk to you and now especially when it's mostly on zoom um, but even in person nobody ever stared at your knees it's just never happened. Yeah. So you don't need as many bottoms as you do tops, even before the, the pandemic. Uh, so the other the other, couple of things I always say is, you know, like someone women will say to me, um, I hate shopping, which is what most of my clients will say, I hate shopping. And I don't know how to online shop. And, um, but there's always this one there's one store that I always shop at, um, but I don't like anything in my closet. And so what I'm finding out is that people are going, buying certain lines or going to certain stores because the clothes fit them. Not yeah. that the clothes look good on them. They're just happy they fit. <laughs> and that's why they buy it in every color and every pattern. And they have a whole bunch of stuff in the closet that they don't even like how they look in because, just because it fits fits doesn't mean it makes you feel good or look good. So I urge people to go to a totally different store mm-hmm. or now online someplace totally different mm-hmm. because, um, if you don't do that, you're never going to have anything different in your closet. You know, you're not going to have anything new. So stick to a few colors that work from, you know, the waist, uh, the waist up, especially the neck up and go to a different store. And then the biggie is, and try different lines, different brands. Don't keep going to the same thing. you got to try something different. And then the other biggie is, um, you know, women are very, very sensitive about what size we wear. And so what I suggest, so let's say somebody is a 10 and she puts the 10 on and she's really unhappy because the 10s don't fit. And so then I, if I'm working with somebody in person in the store, I will go out and get the probably likely the next size up. And because she's with me, she'll try it on. But if Mm. they're alone, they get a little upset with themselves and they want out of the store. So I suggest that when a woman tries something on either online or in the store, order two sizes. Mm -hmm. And that way you can see the difference. Because if you put something on because you want to make that size work and it's squeezing you too tight, you're going to look bigger. If you put something on it and it just fits, meaning it skims the body, nothing is pinching, you're not worried about whether or not you can have a cookie later on, you know, something's going to go pop open, Um, you can always have something tailored to fit you perfectly like a man does all the time, but you should always try on two sizes. So if it's in the store, bring two sizes with you so you don't have to go out, you know, get dressed and go out again. Yeah. Um, it's really important that women get out of their heads that they have to have a certain number,
0: you know? Uh, That was something that I had to learn. And especially because I live now in Vancouver, BC, Canada, we have a lot of Asians here. And so in the stores, it gets catered a lot to Asians, which are usually much smaller. Mm And so my usual size doesn't fit me at all <laughs> because it, to me it seems like it's toddler size. I can <laughs> never fit in this thing. So I had to let go of the number a lot of times exactly. when I go in a store here because I had to realize, oh, the clothes are made for a different kind of uh, um, uh, Body. or how you yeah. say that yeah so to 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 asians who
1: are smaller than than right. and, and are basically not, have no curves yeah yeah so and there are some clothing lines that are built that are designed specifically for straight and then there are some clothing lines that are built for curves so you have to also you know know that like i'll know which to recommend for each client you know mm-hmm. although most women have curves <laughs> Um, you know here, here. <laughs> but um, but you have to get over the size thing because it's just holding yourself back and and honestly, if you wear if you wear a size that's tip, it's larger than what you typically want to wear or used to wear, you're going to look thinner and people are going to think that you lost weight because it fits you properly. Yeah. But when I see a woman put something on that clearly doesn't fit her anymore, But because she's so determined to get in it, it makes her look bigger because then you see like in certain tops, you see all the Ruffles and ridges,
0: you know, Yeah. Yeah or when the buttons spread from a shirt here or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally see that, how that is true. And still we have this mind drama (laughs) that, Oh no, I don't want to wear a 12 or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's,
1: it's, It's very, it's very dramatic. I mean, there are, I had one client once her husband hired me because he was so tired of her saying she had nothing to wear. And so when I went to her closet, she literally had the same top in six colors and another top in eight colors. And, you know, and it was like, everything was the same. And she had cut the sizes out of each and every one of her pieces of clothes. <laughs> it's been so long since she had gone shopping that she mm-hmm. didn't even know what size she was. And I'm gonna, I, for memory, I think she was like an eight. This is mm-hmm. not a large woman, mm-hmm. but you know, but I mean, I'm an eight, I'm an eight ten. So So, yeah. but it was so in her head.
0: Well, what all you see in the magazines and and on on these catwalks and stuff are these bean sticks, you know? And so we're all measuring ourselves or then they're Photoshopped. That's the newest thing now, no? They're so Photoshopped that it's unrealistic. Even the thin models get Photoshopped to be even thinner. So no wonder we're all freaking out about our size, you know? Yeah,
1: but there are great clothes out there that can that can you know, cover up any of the little you know, belly stuff and hip stuff, cover you up, but not look like you're wearing a bag. You know, Just a little loose. And um, I love clothes that move a little bit when you walk into a room. You know, I like a little drama is always good for, in my book for someone, but you don't have to wear everything tight. And I have and another thing, and this is a big thing for me, people think, women think that they have to be uncomfortable to look good and that is absolutely not true.
0: Yeah, I love I that you said that. Say out
1: that. There. Mm-hmm. It's not true and you don't have to be tight, you don't have to wear spanks, you don't have to you don't have to, you know, worry about being able to sit down without breaking a seam or something. You can look good and have a meal and still look good and, and be comfortable
0: yeah yeah i love that i love that so now we, we mentioned it a few times like we have the pandemic now so everything is only basically belly up you don't uh, you don't see anything but that also changed your business i bet so you can't maybe uh, go to somebody's home anymore so how do they work now your clients how do you work with them virtually how do you how do you, how can you do that virtually <laughs> well i've been doing it for six
1: years Mm -hmm. so I didn't have to learn how to do it I started doing it because I was getting more and more requests from people who were too far away from me or Mm -hmm. were too afraid to show me their closet yeah crazy so it kind of started out for people who didn't want to show me their closet so what I do is I have um, my first request is that I send out this questionnaire and I want to know certain things like what you know what do you what what is it you'd like to have? What do you wish you have when you open up your closet? Is it because like most people, they want to just be able to put an outfit, figure out what to wear in less than 10 minutes. And then I ask them, you know, uh, top size, bottom size, uh, where they shop. And then I have a request for photos and I ask for some headshots and then holding up different colors next to their face. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I can determine what works for them in terms of colors. And then what I do is I have um, a special program that I create for each client and she can upload the photos of her clothes to this uh, website that I have made for mm-hmm. her. And on that website, I also have taken her photo and put it against the different colors, like like a, it's like a rectangle with different colors on it that would all yeah. be right for her. And so her face is on there so you can see. And when we we have our consultation um, through Zoom, I show her the wrong colors, and I show her the right colors. And then again, when you see it, you're like, oh, that's why when I put that green top on all the time, I hated it. Now you know why, you know? Yeah, Um, Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's really cool. And then with this program, I take her clothes and I move them around and make outfits. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to be in her closet to do that. I can do all of that virtually.
0: And you um, know, that sounds like something that I did when I was growing up. We had these paper mannequins with the clothes that you could clip on them or something. Yes. Did you play that game? That,
1: too? Yeah, the paper does. I loved it. Yeah. It was, life was so easy then. <laughs> Yeah. 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 It's kind of like that. I mean, I'm showing her these shoes with this scarf and that top, and and then these are things that were just lying around not being worn, you know? So, yeah. um, so it's, it's very, very, very cool. And in that process, I then show her, okay, you see the, this top, this is not right for you. So either, like you said, move it out of the closet or can sign it and make some money. Yeah. 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 I've had yeah, a, of make a lot of money.
0: Yeah. It always depends on the quality. Like if you have a, a, a high quality, good piece that is in good shape, you can most likely sell it. Yeah. Um, and um, other things you can just bless people that have less money um bring it to a thrift store or bring it to goodwill right totally i always say
1: you know i mean there are people out there who really could use some clothes you know for a uh, uh, donation why hold on to a coat you haven't worn in 10 years you know there's somebody who's going to be cold so i try to encourage people to to get out. But I, but I have to say when I, when somebody, a lot of times women want to want me to help them know what to get rid of. And then other women are like, I don't want to get rid of anything. And you might see that a lot, you yeah. know, but yeah. when I show them what works and what doesn't work, I, I every single time they'll take, I don't have anything with it. They'll take that same piece of clothing and toss it and say, I don't want it anymore because mm-hmm. now they saw why it worked yeah. why it didn't work and yeah. and it's great because i'm not the one telling them they're like get rid of it get rid of it but yeah. before they were
0: like nope not getting rid of it well <laughs> but see that doesn't work at all anyway so like even though i'm a clutter clearing uh, coach and i help you get rid of things i never tell you to get rid of anything that's not my job because and it's not my place who am i to tell you what you should get rid of i do similar things like you do just I I show them what happens to them if they hang on to it and that's what you basically are doing too. You just show them what happens. Exactly, exactly. It always has to be their decision and that's what some one thing that I always say a lot of people are worried that when when they work with me that I will tell them to get rid of half of their stuff and I always say no I'm never gonna tell you to get rid of anything. No, that's not my place. That's not what I do. Yeah. perfect. So I have one burning question. So you said um, with the pants, it doesn't matter so much what colors we have because nobody looks at at the lower part that much, even when there is no pandemic. But so many women have a shoe obsession. And we actually also kind of tend to look at shoes. There's also the saying, look at the shoes of somebody and you see whether they're, I don't know, a a person who takes care of herself. So it's attention to detail.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I always say. You know, the the way, what you wear and how you wear it is sending the message. You know, so if somebody's a financial advisor, you want to make sure that they're wearing clothes that look like they spent some money on them, and not from the thrift store. If you are a, a health coach, you want to make sure you're wearing the clothes that fit you and not too tight. If you're an organizer, you want to make sure that you don't have the pockets inside out, you know, (laughs) you want to look organized. So the thing about shoes is um, the first thing is if they hurt you and you don't wear them, it's time to move them out. You know, you're not going to wear them. And it's just, if um, there's a layer of dust on them, it's likely time to to move them out. There are incredibly comfortable shoes out there now that look good. Mm. Um, And so you can still look stylish and be comfortable, but not look like you're wearing comfortable shoes, like Crocs, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: but I think we're kind of taught that um, women's shoes, if they want to look if we want to look elegant or sexy or whatever, the shoes have to hurt and you cannot walk with them. You <laughs> No, like what, what was that movie where she goes to work with her runners and then at work she puts on the high heels. She can hardly walk in them, but it looks nice when she sits at her desk.
1: <laughs> well, Working Girl, was that the one? with? Um, yeah, I
0: think the- it was that one with yeah. blank clothes yeah. or whatever. They no, used or-
1: to be in, in the 80s, yeah, right. 80s and maybe early 90s, all the women in New York City would wear their sneakers, and as soon as they got to work, they put on their shoes. Um, you know, I have to tell, I've seen a lot of women's feet and the women who were wearing uncomfortable shoes year after year have a lot of problems. They have mm-hmm. bunions, they have these arch problems. And so now they have to go from stylish to, to orthopedic shoes. So mm-hmm. you're better off not, I haven't worn uncomfortable shoes uh, on a regular basis since, Probably I was 31 years old, something like that. You know, uh, will I be a little uncomfortable if I'm just going for dinner? Probably not anymore. Yeah, I don't, you don't have to be. You know, but anything that hurts, it's not worth the price you're going to pay later on. It's just not worth it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Well, this was awesome. Do you have any last words of wisdom or a secret tip that you really want to get across before we wrap this up? Well, I, I want to I offer your,
1: your listeners that if they go to uh, scarletimage.com um, slash freestyling tips, in there you can sign up to get my, my free um, program as videos that tells you how to end your closet shame. So it gives the tips to help you know which of the clothes it's time to let go of. And women who've done this will send me photos of, you know, bags of things that they've gotten rid of, and, they, and then the outfits that they found out that they had that they had not even been aware of anymore. And this End Your Closet Shame Guide actually helps a woman make a better informed decision. For example, like I said, if it's a shoe that hurts and you're never gonna wear it, there's no point in keeping it. Um, if you have a skirt that is like, you know, up to your mid thigh and you haven't worn it in 20 years, now's not the time to wear it again.
0: <laughs> so
1: little tips like that are
0: in there. <laughs> it's very helpful. Yeah. So I will for sure um, uh, list that in the show notes so they can just click on that and find it right away. Uh, yeah, this was awesome, Scarlett. Uh, I <laughs> loved talking with you, and um, we all can use um, and closet overhaul and, <laughs> and take the stress out of dressing. You, I think that's your saying. No, stop, right, stressing, yep, stop about stressing
1: about dressing. About dressing. Yeah, yeah I love it. And um, and end your closet shame and be willing to experiment a little bit. Don't keep buying what you already have. It's a, it's just a waste of money.
0: <laughs> okay. We don't want to waste money. Thank you so much, Scarlett. This was awesome. Thanks, Connie. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, my friends, that was my conversation with Scarlett. If you want to find out more about Scarlett the Beast and her styling business, you find all the links of the things we were talking about in the show notes and the show notes you find, as always, at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 42. That is Connie Graf, forward slash podcast forward slash 42. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today and listening all the way to the end. If you found value in what Scarlett and I were talking about, please share it with your family and friends, because if you found value in it, they will too. Also, Scarlett is offering a free Always Know What to Wear 30-minute call to help you discover what's keeping you from knowing what to wear for your body, life, and career. So make sure you hop to the show notes and find that link to her free 30-minute call. Thank you again. Have a beautiful and amazing week. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next time. Take good care.